0: Welcome everybody, I'm your host Brian Basilico and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey peeps, I am uber excited. I have an incredible repeat guest. He is the man, the myth, the legend himself, Warren Whitlock, come to us from Lost Wages, Nevada. Hey Warren, how you doing man?
1: I'm chilling, I'm not outside. Today. yeah
0: because it's it's hot out there man it's not there's no it, way to chill in las vegas and it sun. gets
1: it gets hot the funny thing is i'm here 17 years
0: now and i go outside and it's no big deal
1: now standing in the sun even if it's 70 degrees you, you notice right mm-hmm. but at 110 you notice a bit more difference <laughs> is uh, I, I have neuropathy i've got to be careful not to go outside barefoot because the, the pavement doesn't bother me anymore I'm afraid I'd come back really damaged, but yeah, uh,
0: that would be bad. That would be have, bad.
1: Other than having to wear shoes inside and out, uh, I'm uh, I'm pretty much the same and loving it. Uh, uh, and it's very nice. We had an air conditioner replaced a couple of days ago, so it is it is very nice to know that there are two air conditioning units on the house. Because <laughs> some days you don't want to go out.
0: Yes, I I can't say I blame you. So with not going out. Uh, That means you have more time to stay in and do work for people. And so today we're gonna be talking about creative uses of creating content and how that can be used to basically build your brand, build your image, and build your audience, which ultimately leads to building your leads in your business, right?
1: Yep, and my my best suggestion would be exactly what I do with you. Mm -hmm. We're friends, we don't talk, but to set up another, the next podcast. Right. So we'll have that on a chat. We'll get together. And before starting this recording, we, we sat around and chewed the, the, uh, the bacon.
0: Yeah. Yeah, We chewed bacon. That's
1: the word I was looking for. Chewed the bacon. And so, uh, but you know, it's great. And I've, I used to say things like, wouldn't it be wonderful if we recorded this today? We had some good ideas and, uh, like, there's a story I ought to use in the next speech I give, blah, 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 that kind of stuff. And what could you do? Well, today you can. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that's changed is I, I look at doing podcasts like this because I have a podcast. Um, I'll, I'll name it because I always use the opportunity for a plug. Distributed Conversations. It's the number one distributed conversations podcast in the world. Um, and there's only one, uh, distributed there plug is done. Uh, well, well, unless you, unless we bring it up again. Oh, we brought it up again. Let me say distributed conversations for those who want to miss. Um, so, um, and I do that. And the interesting thing is I took a hiatus last year and I was saying, telling somebody I hadn't been on in a few months and it was a few months into this year. And I hadn't been on since 2020, so mm-hmm. uh, as we record this, there are no fresh episodes except for on my computer waiting to be uploaded. Uh, we're just getting started with that again, and that's the cool thing is that at any time I can talk to somebody about we ought to do something, and there we have a basis to do we we're collaborating, we're having fun, and we're not uh we're not looking at can I close this meeting with selling you something? Mm-hmm. And I think modern lead agenda is all about that. Now there's some people out there who can't never, can't never, they can never get to around to the point where they're actually closing a sale. And so we would just put out, out what it is. And then we send them our, our deck. That's a 27 pages that ends in some prices. And if they figure out there's something in the, 15 different assemblies of, of what we're selling in the package and they contact us back and we answer the questions and we go to contract boy isn't that wonderful when i was a salesman you actually had to, to find out what somebody was interested in and sell it to them but uh today there's uh, a lot less of that and so a lot could be said for um I just read a book about cold calling have you talked to alex bergman
0: no i have not
1: Interesting guy. I'm going to introduce you to him. i make a great podcast guest. He talks about cold emails, and it completely turns me off, the idea of doing anything cold. You and Mm I have talked about this. Obviously, your system would not do that. Read the book, and I'm going, his attitude is people are busy. You got to get to them short and sweet. He's not sending out hundreds of thousands or millions of emails. He's sending out very targeted emails, and He even at one point in the book describes it as a warm, cold email. Well, it's no longer cold. Uh, You just kind of like screwed up the name of the book. But if you ever want to have a debate, get him and I on a podcast, because I would definitely I definitely most of the time saying cold emails is bad as cold calling. You don't need to go door to door anymore because there are more people out there that want to buy your product that we are connected to thanks to the Internet than you'll ever find to be able to sell your product. So why waste any time trying to sell something to somebody who hasn't said, I want to buy?
0: Right. And and that's the biggest thing about, you know, the, the kind of um, systems that we built is, it's really about relational versus just opportunistic you know you're you're really giving people a chance to get to know you you're getting to know them they may never buy from you but you never know when they're going to refer you to somebody else or when you know some at least when you're doing it that way and you're not shoving buy my stuff down their throat you know they're going to pay more attention to what you're doing with the cold stuff Um, there's millions of people on LinkedIn doing exactly that. They just find somebody that seems to have a title and they say, Hey, you don't know me, but let's connect. And then as soon as you connect, the next thing you know, they're shoving their product down your throat without even knowing if you can use it.
1: Oh, or they won't even wait for that. Now they'll scrape and try to get to you. Maybe they'll make a connection without a message. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and then they start, you know, the deluge of, of crap at you. And or they'll use um, they'll use the in mails to try to right. get to you, mm-hmm. uh, or whatever. Or I, my email address is out there, easy enough to find. People uh, email me. I have a corporation I'm CEO of that I never go out. You know, I don't use it to fill out any forms online, or or it, it's not my public persona. That always comes back to WarrenWhitlock.com, host of DistributedConversations.com. Um, yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, see, uh, I, I, I'm i thinking maybe it would be fun to try to get 20 of them in the episode, but uh, no, that's not fun. So stop me if I try it again, other than it just to remind you, in case you missed it, it's distributedconversations.com. Okay, so, that's six. Uh,
0: no. That's it, yeah. <laughs>
1: we're, I think we're at the limit already. So, uh, yeah, but this other corporation, it has the problem of... Uh, 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 I have a local office for it. And so I get stuff right there in Las Vegas. I'm sure you need hiring. Or what you need more than anything is more leads for more sales. I don't need any leads. I don't have an office that needs janitorial services. I don't need software developed. Just uh, You know it's going to be a no. Those aren't offensive. The ones that get offensive are I'm semi-famous online. If you call it, if you can contact me and try to tell me that you can help me get started with a with my online website, uh, you know, ugh. or I've looked at your LinkedIn profile and admire what you've done, what you've accomplished. That could be said to anybody. Mm-hmm. That 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 actually is true. I can look at any Dunce's LinkedIn web profile and find something in there that I can. Say, well, good, he went to school. Not even that he graduated, you know? Well, good for him. You know, I can appreciate that. Doesn't mean I want to hire him,
0: (laughs) but... When you get the guys that come after you and say, you know, hey, I can help you with high-ticket sales, you know, it's like, okay, you know, high-ticket sales of what and who and why? And it's like, they don't care. They just want to come in and try to instruct you on their system.
1: Right. If you're trying to sell uh, info products then high-ticket sale might be two ninety five, and, <laughs> and I just met with somebody who told me their average customer value was $248,000 a year. Mm-hmm. And I can imagine what he feels like when he gets, uh, uh, gets in uh, any kind of thing, tell him it can help. Of course, he doesn't see that because he pays for quality leads and then only talks to people that are interested in working with him. And most of the time, they're asking for his time. And he says, okay, this is what we can do. He has a short conversation with them, takes their money. And if they won't, they don't want him, he moves on to the next one. That's why his average customer value was so high. Um, I've dealt with other people who said that uh, we started charging 10000 as our minimum package, 10000 per month. And uh, it had been 1500 what happened is the problem customers all went away Mm -hmm. we started going after the people that could afford that uh that's a five-year-old story that guy's now a minimum of 30 but um and he's done quite well in the interim
0: right and but it's all a matter of knowing you know who your perfect target audience is and you know how to reach them so in your content creation what are some of the principles or what are some of the things that you're doing to attract those kind of people
1: well, interesting. This is the closest to planned conversation that I have. Mm-hmm. Usually, if I'm going to a board meeting where I'm the advisor to a startup, I I don't do too much different than what we do here. They'll get talking about something. I have some experience. I lend my experience. And at the end of the meeting, they go like, either they thought I was an old bore, or they think that, uh, wow, that guy is is really smart about stuff. Mark, I've just been in business for 50 years. I've done some things other people haven't. So, uh, you know, I'm fortunate that way. But I have worked with people who are 25 and experts in their field using the same kind of of routine. Now, they may not have the breadth of experience I have, but they definitely know something very well. Like Mm -hmm. the kid with the cold email book, Uh, you know. He's very good at that. And some of the tools and some of the ideas he uses are quite thoughtful. I still don't agree that he should be sending out 100 emails via a VA to get leads. But the thinking of the book was so interesting, I was drawn to it. Mm -hmm. And so, and, 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 and actually, the guy lives in Las Vegas. And I'm thinking, like, he's out traveling and, you know, because... He's done very well. And what next time he lands back in Las Vegas, I look forward to asking him some questions about this and having a little bit less of a debate over cold email, hotmail, uh, warm email. I said hotmail that probably wouldn't, wouldn't apply here, but um, uh, yeah, um, I think brainstorming with that guy, I could learn something. If I needed for a particular campaign, maybe, I've tried a little bit more spammy type stuff when I'm trying to do nonprofit. I don't, I, I don't think that's right at all, but I've had some experience trying gray hat and even very dark gray hat uh, practices. And, uh, and yeah, it's good to know about that. It's also, sure. I learned by reading spam, like what got me to open the email and think about doing it other than just out, out fraud, like misspelling a word to make a new domain name. So, uh, you know, there's some of that stuff that is bad. And then a lot of it is what's the subject line that got me to open it? Uh, you know, not, not, uh, not the V word with a dollar sign instead of a G. Um, so when they're selling me pharmaceutical, Mm -hmm. um, but you know, I mean, not that kind of trick, but the actual, did you think that? And I've been experimenting on Twitter of late that I, that some of my best responses to tweet come from when I say something, well, I guess I best get started. And then people talk to me about what they want to talk about. And nine times out of 10, those conversations don't lead to sales, but they lead to interesting people telling me about interesting things that make my life better and make my ability to come up with those better. And I can only remember the example because I did it just yesterday and it worked quite well. It got about triple the response of anything I normally do. The newer social media, like TikTok, you can't even say, here's a link. You don't drop a link. They have to find you. They have to find your profile, search you down and do that. You can talk about the website in, in there. And I think there's some place you can put a link. But Instagram, I know better. You, know, you only can put a live link in your bio. Right. And so some people try to say, go to my bio. People know to go to your bio. You need to get me interested in dealing with you, and that's what turns a cold relationship into a warm relationship. Incidentally, it's exactly what the cold call guy, cold email guy, is doing to warm up the the market for his
0: book. So, so can you give me an example of some of the things that you've done with Twitter, with TikTok, with any of those things that have actually turned into business with and for you?
1: Well, it's usually not quite that direct, and that's that's the thing you got to get used to. It used to be I would I one time was uh tweeting a um uh my happy 09 campaign. Uh, that's before I knew you. Mm-hmm. Happy 09 was for uh January 1st of 2009. My father died in late December. I was I had just come home from the funeral. Uh unexpected that my vacation trip had turned into that and I find myself alone in my house my birthday the 29th of December and wondering what I'm going to do. Cause I was back a couple of days early because of the fact that I had just been to dad's funeral. So, but I'm in a good mood. I'm just, you know, what am I going to do? I figured I needed to start working on something. I there wasn't any reason to go play. I'd just seen the whole family. <laughs> we at the funeral. Uh, and so what am I going to, what am I going to do? And I, uh, somebody had told me that I could have an art break give away an artist. And it mm-hmm. was for the, the milestone of hitting 5,000 followers on Twitter. Uh, and it used to mean something. They counted it. They had bots that wished you, congratulations, you have 200 followers. And I was already teaching people that the follower count wasn't important. Um, but um, i like, what could I do with this? What if I make this a little bit better? What if I do like the promotions I do when I launch something? and give it a series of gifts. That way I could spread the love. And I just changed the rules a little bit. I did not allow anybody to give away something that required an email um, address to enter. Mm -hmm. And so they weren't building a list. If they got a winner, they get the email uh, address of the winner and instructions that that says free, you're not going to sell that. Um, And so no possibility of sales. We called a happy 09 to wish everybody a happy 09. We were uh, the leading trending topic on Twitter for four days Um, because you know I wrote a book on Twitter. I was on a lot, and there were a lot less people on in in January 2009. And um, from that, somebody contacted me in the deluge of of, uh, messages, like I think 125,000. And one of them said, "I'd like to. I'm sending you a DM." And I get to the DM, check my direct messages, and it says, I'd like to pick your brain. And you know, as a consultant, somebody wanting to pick your brain is usually going to be somebody wants to thinks that they're going to buy your time for the price of a hamburger. Right. And so I immediately didn't want to do it. But then I said, you know, somebody just told me. So I I put my highest price for what I was available for uh, half of a day. And -hmm. it would be by phone. And I wouldn't show up just half of a day. And it was thousands of dollars. And uh, he came back and says, yeah, I want to do this. But here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to talk to you first. And if, I, if we proceed, I'll send you the rest. And I'll, I'll fly out to Las Vegas. And I actually thought, wow, yeah, it's not following the rules. This is not the way I set it up. And fortunately, a friend of mine was, was in town and called me from the airport, Lost on how to get to my house. I had the dates wrong. It really messed up my schedule for things. So answering this email became something I wasn't going to do. Uh, and uh, I asked him about it and he said, Warren, you're an idiot. The guy's giving you $500 to talk to him on the phone mm-hmm. and, and you know, with the potential of 10 times that. And sure enough, I, I went back and said, yes, yeah, that's okay. Uh, and he came out, I ended up spending an extra three hours with him. He was telling me stuff about the things he'd been doing. Uh, he was in a very complicated business and we broke some new ground about how PPC wasn't going to work for him in this, and this new social media was going to give him the research he needed. He left very happy. I left with, you know, what would have been a good week for me mm-hmm. in, you know, in a few hours work. And I learned something about some of the tools he was using that I hadn't discovered. He was a programmer and knew about some other things. And what a great time. And uh, then a few weeks later, somebody contacted me and said, I need help. At The time I did launching a books. And I, they said, I've tried to do this myself, but the date's coming up in only 10 days and I don't have any partners to do the mass outreach. And I said, I can help there. But you know, a week is very tight. It's a Friday afternoon. I need you to overnight me a check. This was long ago when we, we actually overnighted checks to people. And it, they did. And, uh, and it, but they said, wait a minute. I, I don't know if I'm going to have time. I'm going to have to check you out. And I'm preparing to say, well, you know, I can't do it if you're going to take all the time we have to check me out. I didn't get to say that. She said, oh, I know you from Twitter. Mm-hmm. And she, she immediately sent me a check for $10,000. So. That was in the month of doing a promotion that had nothing to do. Hence, you know, why the story has to go into the fact that it was a funeral and I was born. Um, It does not have to come from you deciding these are the KPIs I need to measure. Now, go back and put the KPIs on it. I can't just recreate Happy 09 over and over again. But I've done many other things since. And now what happens is, oh, we know you. We've seen you on Twitter. And that happens all the time. Not just Twitter, but we know you. Oh, you're an OG. You've been in this for a long time. How did they know that? Because they've been following me for a long time. I'm doing business today with somebody who, um, who came to a place I was speaking. I was a fill-in speaker, went down to L.A., stood up at a breakfast meeting, and talk for five minutes. Afterwards, the guy said, I want to talk to you. I'd like to pick your brain. Oh, no. Yep. <laughs> I'm starting to like pick your brain. This guy has done some incredible things. I won't detail them because, uh, one, he's more impressive than me. And two, uh, it's not part of the story. But we got on a, on a Zoom call uh, a week later. And it has led to a wonderful uh, relationship over three years with several projects together. Um, And, uh, you know, can't can't trace what came out of that. Exactly. The introductions I've made, the other deals that he's made that I've made because of that relationship. Well worth it. And if you're thinking that your business is just to collect the leads and sell the product, cash your paycheck and go home. Well, your career is going to be short because you're going to get really bored. I don't care if you're bringing down ten million dollars a year. If all you do is live to close the sale and then dump it on the rest of the company to, to fulfill uh, and you, and how much money you can put in this. Hey, you're, if you're young and trying to get going, it's a great way to make some money and get going. But if you don't build relationships in today's market, uh, it was bad enough in the seventies and eighties when I did it. But uh, today it's crazy not to have the, the network of people where you can, change the world, or create uh, an empire.
0: Right. So the bottom line is what you're saying is that, number one, consistency matters. Number two, you have to look for the indirect connections. That's where the real gold happens. And number three, you have to be out there on a consistent basis creating content to generate that interest in order for people to follow you.
1: You know when you're doing it right? When you're no longer creating content. When you're living your life in this way, telling the stories. Now, I, I dare say no one should be a storyteller like me. Um, you know, <laughs> if I got paid by the word, I'd be rich. But, um, you know, I'm old and tell a whole lot of stories now. But uh, uh, you, everybody has stories to tell. Mm-hmm. That, the kid, I'm going to bring him up again. You definitely got to get Alec Bergman. His story, from what he went through before he decided he was going to be the cold, cold email king. Uh, Is fascinating. I didn't know it about him. I've spent a lot of time with this kid. He's friend, him and a mutual friend, you know, Dennis Yu. Yeah. You know, they hang out together. And I've been invited along on several outings, you know, and had meals with this guy, talk about anything other than cold versus warm emails. And and we get along great. And And some of his little side projects are almost as entertaining as Happy All Nine. Uh, that he's, you know, building something about the best hamburger in, uh, in Las Vegas and figured out a way to monetize it. Fascinating guy. Mm-hmm. But never did I hear his life story because it just wasn't appropriate in this situations we were in. It wasn't just him and me. It was a group of people in every case. I sit down and I read that book and I'm going like, wow, what a story. Why isn't he leading with this story? One, he was talking to Warren, and it's really hard to tell any story when Warren's in the room. Um,
0: <laughs> well the 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 question is, is uh, you know, you've given a lot of good insight today and I think that, you know, we, we've got kind of the gist of what it is that we're trying to accomplish and that is, you know, being online, being consistent, being present, being reactive, those are all huge things that I think that people need to remember when it comes to trying to build that online presence that helps you grow business. So what I want to do is give my audience an opportunity to connect with you. So we've already talked about your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, what's the best way for them to do that?
1: Uh warrenwitlock.com, Warren Whitlock in a in a search, uh twitter.com slash warrenwitlock. Uh I'm hard to miss. And yes. I guess that's kind of the point. I'm out living large. And things just happen to me.
0: Absolutely. And and one of these days when I get a speech out in Vegas, I will be there and we will break bacon together, my friend. We will definitely
1: have <laughs> we will definitely have bacon and we don't need to wait for that. Now we do bacon by phone.
0: Exactly. So you
1: and I can get bacon or We could tell the audience that we're eating bacon together as we report a podcast.
0: Exactly. Well, Warren, this has been a pleasure. Thanks for coming on and dropping some sizzling hot bacon knowledge bombs on my peeps. I appreciate you and your time, and I look forward to getting together again soon, man. Great. See you online. Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? send them to Brian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember, it's all about the bacon.